hello everybody welcome back to another podcast i hope everyone's doing good and everyone's having a good day it's 11 p.m for me right now um today's episode is going to be dissecting dating apps this is something that i have some experience in for about two two three almost four months um i used dating apps not recently or anything but i used tinder bumble hinge um and like fun fact but actually my friend at the time was the one who got me into dating apps because he created a profile for me um with my consent of course but he created a profile of me using my identity and then he would like swipe and like talk to the guys um as if I was the one actually doing it, but he was the one actually doing it. But he knew my taste in men, and he knew how I texted and how I talked, what I liked in a guy, what I didn't. So I trusted him to pick some guys for me, and I got some some good dates out of it, but also a lot of not-so-good dates out of it. So this episode is just going to dissect um, my personal opinions about dating apps and ranking which ones I like, which ones I don't like, and then also, of course, talking about why dating apps are just bound to fail. So before I actually start, I want to begin by prefacing that in theory, I actually think dating apps are a great idea, right? Like hypothetically, you know, going onto an app where you have accessibility to hundreds and hundreds of profiles of men your or of like well anyone your age but I'm just saying men because for me specifically men your age men who live close to you right like they're very accessible to you and you know you can swipe on their profile and you can see what they like and what they don't and from then you can decide oh this is, is this a person I want to potentially meet and get to know and so you swipe and if you match then you can meet up and, you know, if all goes well, you can go on a second date, possibly third. Ultimate goal is committed relationship, possibly marriage, right? So in theory, all of this seems amazing. But if you have actually been on a dating app before, you will know that it is anything but. Your expectations will be shattered. Your hope will be lost. You, (laughs) if you are a person who used dating apps but don't use them anymore, you've probably deleted all of them in a rage quit. So, one reason why dating apps are bound to fail is that we judge too quick. You get a profile, and I'm just going to use Tinder as an example, right? You're literally judging someone and your compatibility with them on literally a single photo, okay? And these photos are not even a true representation of what the guy is actually like, right? Because, you know, when you create a profile, even on Instagram, Visco, whatever you use, you're specifically curating your profile to show the most flattering parts of you. You're not going to use an ugly picture. You're going to use the pictures that you look the most bomb in, the ones that flatter your angle, the ones where your body looks the most skinny or where your six pack is showing or whatever. You're going to use captions that make you sound like you're cool. When you say, oh, look, my hobbies are this, this, and this, you're not going to be like, oh, I knit in my free time and I like to sit on, stare at a wall and do nothing. No shade if you actually do those things. But you're going to say something cool. You want people to think you're adventurous and spontaneous. When I was swiping on guy after guy, so many things that I saw were like hiking, spontaneous trips, going on coffee runs. You know, these kinds of things make you sound fun as a person. And so when you're swiping, you see someone based off this edited, more saturated version of yourself. And so let's say you match, 
you meet up in real life, turns out they're actually nothing like their profile said they were. Maybe you expected them to be a certain way, like if they said they, they were adventurous and all their pictures were leading to be this super, you know, outgoing person and you meet them and turns out they're pretty shy. Well, you have no one to really blame for that, right? Because no one's saying that this person is actually what they're going to be. You're just assuming that based on their profile. Girls especially are so picky with this kind of stuff. I can vouch for that as a girl. Um, I remember watching this one YouTube video. I think it was a Try Guys video. It was the one where um, they were testing who out of the four Try Guys were the most attractive. And so part of that was they had to create a Tinder profile. And then there was this one lady who was like a PhD researcher who like studied specifically dating app profiles. And she said, statistically, guys who wear glasses or aren't looking at the camera or are wearing a hat are more likely to be swiped left on like we don't want them and this sounds very shallow but not gonna lie yeah like if i someone saw someone wearing a, a freaking fedora i'd be like ew no bye you know or if they pose a certain way um i'm just gonna start listing things that i personally swipe left on these are just my specific preferences okay if they have any picture where they're drinking alcohol um, I mean, it's, you know, you do you, but I don't drink. And so, again, this is me judging too soon, but if I see you holding, like, a red solo cup or you're upside down doing a keg chug or whatever they call it, I'm just going to assume you're very much a I love to go out on a Saturday night type of person. I love to party the night away. Um, I'm extroverted, party person, social butterfly, right? And I... Based on those assumptions, I don't think I would be compatible with you as a person. Number two, I would swipe left on you if you pose pictures with girls in them. Post pictures with girls in them. For obvious reasons, right? You don't want... Like, if I posted a picture of myself with a bunch of guys hanging around me, you know, it's going to be like, well, why are you on a dating app in the first place? <laughs> if you're holding a fish on a boat... I don't find that attractive. Um, if you put any kind of like cheesy quote, I can't think of one right now, like I don't know, live, laugh, love or something, and you're doing it unironically, ugh, bye. <laughs> um, okay, if all the pictures on the profile are the exact same, like I've seen so many Tinder profiles where it was like guys posing in front of a mirror the exact same angle and you would like swipe, swipe, swipe and it'd be all the same pictures except their outfits would be different. If they have, obviously, you know, like a Trump flag in the back. Or I know a lot of girls have this one, too. If the guy has a Saturday, Saturdays are for the boys flag. Um, I personally, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. But apparently it's controversial and it <laughs> shows that you're like a red flag. So, and then these are the things that I personally swipe right on. If they have a picture of them playing any kind of sport, I think that's attractive. And it shows that they, you know, take care of their body and stuff. Uh, if they have a picture with like a baby or like kids or an animal bonus points if it's a dog that one's pretty self-explanatory outdoorsy pictures are nice um and if they have a picture of them at the gym because again it shows that they're on the grind they like to take care of themselves and i used to be a gym rat at the time that i had social or uh, that i had tinder and all that i have not been to the gym in several months but at the time i would have been like "Ooh, gym picture yes please and if they're flexing their muscles ding 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 but again you know and even with like Instagram and stuff, when I look at my feed, I always think to myself, like, you know, when you gain a new follower and you look back on your own Instagram feed and you try to see it from a third person point of view, you're like, oh, what, 
what kind of person is this? And I look on my own Instagram and I'm like, hmm, I feel like somebody who was just creeping upon my profile and stalking me would think that I have lots of friends and that I'm a very wholesome person a person and that I go to dances a lot and that I like to go to the beach and I'm athletic or whatever and in reality I'm like mm, maybe half of those things are true but it just goes to show that dating apps are bound to fail because we're not really putting our true authentic self out there so how are we supposed to expect to find a match for an authentic self if everybody's just putting on this mask all right reason number two you expect too much too soon the whole thing with a dating app is you're expecting to get a relationship out of it right you put too much pressure in it so i'm gonna have a little story time um every single guy that i met up with in like from tinder and then we ended up you know getting our numbers or something so we took it off of the app and then we ended up meeting in real life of course every single guy i met up with I had this hope in me that it would blossom into a relationship or something committed and official. Did that happen? No, but I would walk into it. And I told myself this at the time. I was like, okay, don't expect too much into it. But of course, you know, there's like these little butterflies going on in your stomach and your brain is saying, you're going on a date. This is so cute. Oh my gosh. What if he ends up being your boyfriend? Now you get to tell your future kids the story of your first date and stuff. But the problem with this is that when you're actually meeting up with the person and you're ex not accessing and you're assessing them, you're like evaluating them, you're evaluating them as a potential partner in life, not as a friend. And I feel like you should go through those steps first before you even ask yourself, do I see myself marrying this guy or girl, whatever? Ask yourself first, would I want to be friends with this person? Do I even respect them? And it wasn't until months um, flew by after I already deleted these apps that I started thinking about the guys that I was talking to. And I was like, I don't even respect a majority of them because some of them, their values were just way off. And the fact that I didn't see it at the time because I was so blinded by the possibility and the excitement of them being my boyfriend, right? It definitely changes your perspective and it doesn't really put you in a, in a level head. So... Um, another story time, but this girl that I was friends with um, at the time, she was also going through dating apps, and I remember she would talk to these guys, and nothing ever happened, like, it was literally just strictly on Tinder, right? But she would, like, look at the guys and go on their snap stories and see them posing with other girls, dancing with other girls, and she got so offended and she treated it like she was being cheated on even though she had never actually met up with this person like there was this instant oh my gosh i'm in love with this person strictly through the way that they texted each other and i knew back then that she was getting herself way over her head like this is a very unhealthy attachment at such an early stage so i can't even imagine how crazy it would be when she, if she actually did get in a relationship right and that's just one example of people going into expecting too much not getting anything out of it and then of course when it's all over you just you know your your standards definitely go down all right reason number three uh we forget that not everyone who actually goes on dating apps goes on it for the purpose of getting into a relationship a lot of people including myself kind of treat it like a game so right when i at first when it was my guy my guy friend controlling my tinder 
profile, it just felt like a game of swiping left and right. And we forget that these are actual human beings on the other side of their profile. Like, I always think of it as like Sims characters, you know, like you're looking through the profile and it's like, oh, what are their traits? What are their pictures? And it isn't until I met up with them and I'm like, holy shit, this is a person in front of me. Like, I forget that. And it's it's putting the side by side comparison of their profile versus what they look like and what their personalities actually like. It was so mind blowing. And I wonder how they thought I my similarities were to my profile. Because, um, side note, actually my experience is that I feel like I got reverse catfished. So you know how catfishing is like, you meet up with a person and they look way worse than you expected them to because their pictures made them look better. Maybe they used like an old photo of them or maybe they touched up the picture, did a little photoshopping. For me, actually, surprisingly, a lot of the guys looked way better (laughs) in real life than they did in their pictures. I think a lot of people just have bad photos or maybe they're just unphotogenic. Um, And you know what? Maybe the same goes for me. Or maybe... I did catfish them. I do remember um, when I was creating my profile, I specifically chose pictures where I wasn't wearing glasses because I think I look better without them. And I totally forgot that I wore glasses in real life. So when I met up with these guys, some of them would be like, oh, you have glasses? And I'm like, oh, did I accidentally catfish you like low key? I mean, it's not that big of a difference if you have glasses, but some people, maybe it's a turn off, turn on. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, um, a lot of people, they treat it like a game. And uh, I'm guilty of this too, and trust me, I feel really bad about it. But when you flirt with guys for a sense of validation, external male validation, and it just makes you feel good knowing that you can get with this person. You're like, oh, the fact that this guy actually likes me and he's showing me attention back. Oh yeah, I still got it. I got some some game left in my play. And uh, of course it sucks because you don't know what the person on the other end is actually feeling. They probably are getting their hopes up and they have no idea that they're flirting or talking to a person who has no actual intention of being with them. And of course people feel bad about it, but not bad enough to stop doing it. I mean, I stopped doing it once it got boring and once I realize I was turning into a person whose morals I did not align with like I was I did not like the person I was becoming who was very superficial and just like messing with people's feelings so that's why I deleted all three of my apps but there are a lot of people who they go into the cycle where whenever they're feeling low and their self-esteem kind of plummets that's when they re-download tinder to get a sense of okay let's see if there's any other guys who like me you know all right next reason why dating apps fail we think we can meet someone better. So with Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, or whatever, every there's like a limit of how many swipes you get per day. And even if you have a really good match one particular day, you're like, oh, this guy looks really attractive based on his pictures. You match. Maybe you, you hit it off through text and there's a little bit of hope bubbling up. But then you know the next day you're gonna get a whole new diverse array of new guys to swipe on. So in the back of your head, you're like, oh, what if I get someone more attractive? What if I get someone even cooler, someone hotter? Having an abundance of profiles like this at once, we just have too much accessibility. And so we always think we can do better, right? The grass is always greener. When really, we could be missing a good guy who is much more compatible with us and they're right in front of us this whole time. Alright, so another story time, and this goes in with a thing about um, their profile not aligning with their true character, right? We judge people a lot based on how they text, too. 
you ever meet a person or like you do have a friend or someone who's a very dry texter like i'm talking one word answers like they just go k they use all lowercase no enthusiasm whatsoever in their texts but then when you meet them in real life they're the exact opposite like they're so enthusiastic they're so full of life and and then there's the opposite happens too where there's some people who text very very like bubbly very happy but then when you meet them in real life they're like sad all the time so okay a little story time grab your popcorn kids gather around i was tech i really hope these guys aren't listening no i don't think so he doesn't know i have a podcast because we unfollowed each other okay good uh i was texting i met i matched with this one guy on tinder and we this this guy in particular i talked with him way more than the other guys before i actually met up with them like with the other guys i would just text them like just briefly very very short like hey how are you good what's what university are you in what are you majoring in and then we would start setting up a meetup right away but this guy i was like i really want to get to know him first so um from like i think one to two weeks we texted like almost every single day and this sounds so embarrassing and so stupid but i literally started like having a crush on this guy and all i knew about him was the two pictures he had on tinder and then also the way he texted because he had very witty texts he was very funny i thought we had a similar sense of humor and we had a lot of same opinions on things so i was like okay i want to meet this guy met up with him in real life and let's just say i was very 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 disappointed because it was so awkward we went to swiss chalet which by the way who the frick goes to Swiss LA on a first date? Like, literally everyone around us was, like, old people. And this was during a time... It was, like, I think a... Tu- it was some weekday, maybe a Tuesday or something in the evening. So, of course, everyone had work or maybe they're in college, right? So, no one else was going to be in the restaurant who was around our age. Everyone was just, like, either really, really little or really, really old. And the vibe was just off. We had literally nothing to talk about. It was so awkward. And that if that doesn't show that you can't know a person's identity until you really really truly see them in person and get to know them on a personal level then i don't know what does and you're probably thinking well duh you can't judge someone based off you know the screen but you just can't help it okay when you're in the dating mindset and you are actually in a phase of like oh i want to start flirting with guys and experimenting with love and relationships your head gets to your ass I'm just making up my own catchphrase, but like basically I'm trying to say your actual rational thinking is not there Like you're so blinded by love. Yes, that's what I was looking for blinded by love That is a real thing because you just all these expectations and hope is laid out flat on the table That you're not really thinking rationally about the person objectively as a human being and so I remember like I I would um not this guy, but, like, another guy I went on a date with, and I, at the time, I thought it was, like, so cutesy and stuff, and then when I was telling my friends, because they weren't in the dating mindset like I was, they could actually see it clearly from a objective standpoint, and they were like, uh, Jenny, are you sure this was a good date, because he did this, this, and this, and I was like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it wasn't until months later passed, and I was like, oh, shit, why did I like this guy, he's literally screaming red flags, but all I could see was, like, a tint of yellow. All right, number... I don't know what number I'm on, but this is just a reason why maybe don't go on dating apps if you're looking for something more authentic. But um, Tinder and all that can have the potential to be a huge self-esteem killer. So some of the guys that I talked to, they would like rant to me about how they got zero matches. Like I'm talking maybe like, okay, I don't know what the average match is, but I would get 
maybe at least like four or five every single day. Depended, it depended on um, how much I swiped in, to begin with. But some of these guys, they would get maybe one swipe every other day or like one swipe a week. Like it was mm, pretty bad compared to mine. And they would tell me like how much it sucked for them. Of course, you know, never getting any people who could see themselves in a relationship with you. So I can't imagine what that would be like. Um, and then also just because you have similar interests in your bios does not mean you guys will actually vibe well. And again, this is piggybacking of what I already said, but you know, just because you see a cute guy in his picture and his bio says something like looking for someone to lay under the stars with me and have deep philosophical conversations you could meet up and you could do that as your date but it does not mean you will hit it off okay because there's lots of people who love gazing under the stars and having deep conversations but only a few of them can you really vibe and connect with and that doesn't go for strictly romantic relationships this also goes for friendships too you know the phrase where it's like there's so many fish in the sea don't worry you'll find someone else i agree with that but dating and finding your person really is like gambling it's all purely based on luck you have Okay, let's take, for example, your college campus, right? Um, the average college has, what, 10,000 students? At least that's how much mine does. So take that. Your, your dating pool, okay, is every single person there. But let's tailor it more specifically. Let's say that you're straight. Okay, so maybe half the population there is boys. So that's your dating pool. And let's filter it down even more. Half of those half are actually single and ready to mingle. Okay, so that's like... 40 i'm i don't know math um fuck let's say 25 percent. there we go oh my gosh I'm, i need to go back to school 25 percent of those are your eligibility but maybe you have a specific thing that you're like no my future man needs to be this um my future guy needs to be taller than me okay so how many of those 25 percent guys are actually taller than you let's break it down to 20 percent and maybe you have another thing. Maybe I want someone who has the same religion as me, okay? So let's break it that down again to 10%. Only 10% of those guys are actually your age, um, your religion, your same sexuality, um, and who are looking for a relationship like you. But how many of those 10% will actually click with you, right? You need to really sit down, have a deep, intimate relation or connection with them, and you won't know that until you continuously hang out with them. So again, not only is it a game of luck, but it's also a game of trial and error. And I, listen, I'm also guilty of this where I'm like, oh man, there's no more good guys out there. Like why, when will it be my turn? Like why, um, you know, all your typical stuff when you're single and you're mad that nobody else wants to take you on a date. You can't take this stuff personally because as big as the world is and as many people that there are in the world, quality means or not quality quantity and the number of people in the world will do nothing for your loneliness and your desire for relationships because there's only so many of those actual people out there in the world who can be your friend and coexist with you who can actually be compatible with your specific personality you guys see what i'm saying all right what else are we going to talk about so let me rank my favorite 
apps specifically if you guys wanted to actually give any of these a try. So like I said earlier, I used Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge. Those are my favorite in that order. Order. Bumble, number two, Tinder, number three, Hinge. And let me explain why. Number one, Bumble, first up. So if you didn't know, this app is girls text first, and that's exactly what it sounds like. If you match with a guy, the guy cannot DM you first, only the girl can. And this is really nice because then you don't get a lot of the creepy DMs that you would from Tinder where it's like, hey, come sit on my face. And that actually happened to me on Hinge, not on Tinder, but I've had similar gross encounters. Some guys just use like the most disgusting pickup lines. So Bumble's a good way to avoid that. Um, oh, side note. You're probably wondering, Jenny, what's the worst thing someone has said to you on Tinder? So, you know the emoji that, for some reason, I think it disappeared, but I think TikTok invented it, where it was like three separate emojis put together and made a face, so it was like the eye, and then the lips, and then the eye. Yeah, so, um, and my guy friend at the time was controlling my Tinder account, so it was him who texted this, but he texted this to a white guy, the eye, lip, eye emoji, and then the, the guy, oh no, it's okay. Sorry, I'm confusing you guys. The guy texted me first and was like, can you help me with my math homework? And <laughs> at the time, I was like, Casey, okay, he's either being racist or he's either just trying to be, like, witty. Well, long story short, he was racist because after doing the eye lip eye emoji thing, he then his next response was, you're Asian, your eyes won't be that big. <laughs> so my friend, uh, he reported him for obvious reasons. That was one of the more interesting encounters that I had. Anyways, okay, so another reason why Bumble, Bumble is nice is because it's more genuine. Tick or not TikTok. Tinder has a pretty notorious rep for being used for hookups. Not all the time, okay, there are some success stories, but most of the time guys are looking to get in your pants. Bumble is much more genuine. I feel like the guy, you know, you know, like Tinder is for hookups and then Bumble is for the real stuff. Also, Bumble is great because it's not just for dating. You can also use it to find friends. I've used it to try to find more female friends um, or you can do it for networking. Doing the female one, swiping on females, felt so different because I was only used to swiping on guys, obviously. And so the switch up between genders, you know, it felt, <laughs> I felt weird. Like, for some reason, it's me as a girl swiping on guys felt normal. But then swiping on girls, I felt like I was objectifying them, even though it is the same way. But I think it's just, it's just the mindset, you know. But yeah, I was able to, to like, meet some new girls um, and talk with them. And it's... It's kind of sad, really, because there, there were a lot of bios that were like, oh, I just moved to the city and I'm looking for some friends. I don't have any friends looking for someone to do this and this and this with me. I mean, it, not like, okay, it is sad because it's like, oh, the fact that we have to turn to, to dating apps to find friends. But it's also nice that people are putting themselves out there. So that's the point I'm trying to get across. All right, number two, I ranked Tinder as a second because it's funny. Some of the people there really are wild, the things that they say. If I I would love to give you guys examples, but I would have to scroll deep into my camera roll crevice to find them. Um, because yes, every single guy that sent me a text that I <laughs> that made me laugh out loud, I like to screenshot them and remember them for future reference. So Tinder is good for for giving laughs. And then number three, Hinge. If you guys are unfamiliar with Hinge, uh, it's 
there's not a left swipe left or swipe right so that's why i actually ranked it last i know there's a lot of girls out there who prefer hinge because there's no swiping and because you have a lot more room to play with the profile but i personally like to keep it simple all right swipe left swipe right that's it but hinge be doing too much this is just my opinion too by the way the way it's set up for me feels too unnatural so rather than liking okay let me break it down for you so there's like your main picture and then there's also rooms to have prompts laid throughout your profile and you can pick a prompt so for example it'd be like me on a typical saturday morning and then you would choose a picture to go with that kind of like you know that meme game where like you pick a picture to go with the caption yeah um, it also allows you to put videos um and then just a lot more room to play around and show, I guess, more sides of your personality rather than just strictly pictures of yourself. It also allows you to do funny prompts and, oh, and yes, how did I forget this? There's a voice feature too, so you can let strangers on the internet show what your voice is. But this has allowed a lot of creativity for people to be funny and to be witty and stuff, so I guess that is nice. Um, so instead of like like swiping left and right on their profile as a whole, you can choose which specific pictures to like. So when you go to the like function, it shows you which guys liked which specific pictures. I personally didn't like that because it felt like it felt more shallow. It's like, why did you like this picture, but you totally ignored the other ones? And usually the pictures that get liked most, for me at least, were ones that were more scandalous rather than wholesome. Um, swiping method for me, it's just more fun. And also, a hinge, they gatekeep the hot people, okay? There will be like specific guys who are featured on the featured main page, and they are like very conventionally attractive looking guys. Like people that you would see if you type in hot guys on Pinterest, that is what they look like. And those specific people weren't accessible to the majority population. Like you had to purchase roses and send them a rose. So yes, you literally had to pay real money to you buy a fake rose on Hinge and then send the rose. And that's how you like got their attention. With the roses, it didn't guarantee that you would match with the guy. It was just a way to get the them or to give them your attention and be like, oh, this person's interested in you. But you know, it didn't guarantee anything. It still counted on the guy itself to match with them as well. So that was stupid. Um, and, you know, yes, like Hinge, you get more creative prompts, more video features. But regardless, no matter what, people are, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, people are still going to choose specific videos and pictures that make you look cool. So their profile depiction, not not an accurate representation of the person themselves whatsoever whatsoever all right so before i wrap up this episode officially i just wanted to set out a reminder that you know because my podcast is about early 20s roaring 20s you know all that a huge thing in your 20s that most people begin to encounter for the first time is dating and this is just my reminder that dating will be one of the hardest things you will ever have to do it will be so discouraging, it will be hopeless at times, you'll be frustrated, you'll be angry, you might get your heart broken, but, you know, that's just life. <laughs> it sounded kind of depressing, and I wish I had a little bit of a turnaround to leave with a positive note. I mean, what was that thing that Alex Russo's mom said in Wizards of Waverly Place? Every time you get your heart broken, just remember, it's one step close, no, one heartbreak closer to the love of your life. 
That being said, though, despite all the bad things I brought up about dating apps, which was like 99% of what I said in the podcast, I don't want to discourage you if you are thinking about using Tinder or Hinge or whatever. You should give it a try before you judge it officially. I mean, everyone's experience is different, even though a lot of the things that I mentioned in this episode are pretty universal. Um, you know, there have been a lot of success stories out there, so don't let me discourage you. Just go into it with good intentions. Don't be like me and some people who kind of are too shallow, maybe you judge too quick. You know, just go into it with a good heart and an open mind. Don't be too shallow. And remember that in today's world, dating apps are the most realistic way to actually meet somebody, right? Like in person, it's really rare to actually have someone go up to and be like, oh, I think you're attractive. Can I get your number? It's much easier to face rejection through a screen than it is face-to-face. It's just less personal that way. This is also um, an idea I had where like, okay, this has probably been done before, but someone should make a like a more, um, you know, trending fancy dating app where like you have to take a survey or something and then you answer a bunch of questions about yourself things you like to do personality like what you're looking for in a partner and then based on the quiz results they match you up with somebody it's kind of like in high school if you ever did mathematics on valentine's day you it was like the same process you would say like okay what preference of height do you look for in a person and then it'd be like like multiple choice basically between this height and this height what kind of eyes do you look for this color this color what's your ideal first date walk on the beach or dinner in a movie and then um you had to like pay two dollars or something and the proceeds went to charity that's besides the point but like they gave you 10 10 guys and then 10 girls who were like your top matches so you could go either relationship or someone who could be a potential friend based on the compatibility of your answers Basically, matchematics. Um, this has probably been done before, but I just think it's a really cool idea. Anyways, that is all I have for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Like always, give it a review, please and thank you. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.